Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Thanks for tuning in to another week of the Geekly Planet, where we talk about all things geek. Let's get into it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another fantastic week here at the Geekly Planet, where we talk about all things geek. Because we all geek out about something. How we doing, gents? Oh, I'm doing better now. Welcome back, TJ. We missed you last week. Yeah, I missed it too, man. That strep throat was no joke. <laughs> do uh, not, do not recommend. Zero out of ten. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. We'll, we, we, we will take that recommendation to heart, my friend. <laughs> yeah, man. We, got, we went to church and or woke up and felt bad or whatever. Went to church and. Came home from church and got in the bed, uh, and then a few minutes later was running a hundred and three fever, and slept for the rest of Sunday. Got diagnosed on Monday and stayed in the bed until basically Thursday. Wow, that's brutal, man. That is. So the yeah. I think the most yeah. important question of all of it though is that what did you Netflix while you were sitting there lying in, in bed? Oh, I Netflix so many things. It's, it's hard to say, really. I mean, just my favorite episodes of a lot of different things. So the usual. On the things you haven't watched forever. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's good to have you back, my friend. Definitely, definitely. So let's jump, in, let, let's jump into the news. And uh, Matt, you have Star Wars news that you are about to explode about, don't you? Yeah, this weekend, um, I've been looking at uh, YouTube quite a bit. Um, so I think it was Friday night, I think if I remember right. Um, Disney uh, World in California officially has opened up uh, Galaxy's Edge and uh, their Star Wars land. And boys, I even easily, like, I really wish this was a video because even now, just thinking about it, I'm getting goosebumps. Um it's pretty freaking amazing. Um, it's one of those things that I'm I I can't I can't look forward to enough um, going. Um, you can see if you just Google Google it at all on YouTube. You can see uh, the cool the so they actually have two rides. The one is actually not open yet because it wasn't working properly um and it's the one that that basically takes you through the first order um and they say it's the ride that you need to ride when you go into it um so the only ride that they actually have open at star wars land right now sadly (laughs) not really there's nothing sad about it um is you get to walk onto the millennium falcon sit down and fly the Millennium Falcon. Just let that sink in for a moment. It's pretty good, right? But you also get to do more than that, don't you? Like you either are a pilot or you're or a, a gunner. A gunner, yeah. So it's or you're an engineer. Yeah. And you and, have to keep and it. And they running. give you a card at the beginning and you slide the card in that tells you what it is and it it's a whole ordeal, but just the like the 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 queue line alone is just amazing. I mean, you get to actually like okay, so you walk on the Millennium Falcon and 
they give you the card. And then while you're waiting for your, your little pod to open up, um, you get to sit and play. It's not chess, but you get to play the game. And there's all these little nuances of all the movies of throughout the millennium Falcon that you get to see. And it's just so cool. Um, I think one of the huge highlights for me um, is you get to see Hondo um, live in your face. And Hondo, if you guys are, I don't know how familiar you are with uh, the cartoons or not, but Hondo is one of my favorite all-time Clone Wars um, characters. He is just amazing. I really would like to see him in a movie one day, live action. Oh, it'd be so cool. Um, but the animatronics on him is just ridiculous. So it's pretty cool. Um, I already told Kim that, you know, we're, we're going to be planning about two years out and going to Florida. And I already told Kim I'm going to be having an extra $200 in my pocket to go because I definitely want mm-hmm. to go through the uh, lightsaber ritual, uh, making my own lightsaber and, and the whole bit. It's really, really cool. So super stoked. And uh, if you're a Star Wars fan, this I think gets you or should get you pumped um, for all things Star Wars coming down the road. Because I... I, I'm 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 feeling it, man. I'm feeling a turn in the Star Wars universe that I'm very excited about. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Although you did say that Disney World is in California, Disneyland is in California. So I am just sorry. To, just to clarify that, just don't want to confuse the listener there. Um, but yeah, yeah, the 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 family is pretty excited to make it out that direction at some point. Um, so we'll have to figure out how to make that happen. Yeah, I would, um, I would recommend going to Florida, but cause Florida opens up, I think in August, um, their, their, their star Wars land does. So, um, I, we've always gone to Florida cause you know, California is not in even U S state in my head. And, um, so we just, we just stay in the U S so we stay in America. So, <laughs> is that wow. too political well, apparently <laughs> well apparently moving on apparently <laughs> the way they even engineered it um everything they dug out the ground and you cannot see except for the top of the matterhorn you cannot see any other part of the park you can just see and uh, just see the galaxy's edge. And so it's really immersive from an article that I read. And, of course, they got the, you know, the different other cantina and some other things uh, that you can do there. But apparently it's, it's pretty fancy. Yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked. I mean, the, the food and, I mean, everything there is Star Wars world. So it's, I mean, you, you can't even, um, Hasbro tried to actually get figures in there um, and Disney told them, yep, you can sell them but not there. So everything there is stuff that you can only get at Galaxy's Edge. You can get it nowhere else. So pretty stoked. Yeah. I mean, to turn Hasbro down, that that says a lot. So. Protecting our intellectual property. That's right. (laughs) 
So what else? Uh, I mean, I could I could talk about that forever. So let's. Uh, what, what else do we got this week, boys? So I was reading this morning, and for those of you that are regular listeners, you know that we typically record on Sunday night. That didn't work out. It's Monday morning, and I saw on uh, the old interwebs that the Russo brothers are going to be doing some work for Netflix, and they're going to executive produce a series uh, based on Magic the Gathering, the card game. Um, as a former player um, of, of Magic and just the uh, trust that I have in the Russos, I think that this could be a match made in heaven that could, you know, uh, really, really go places if, you know, if they do it right, which they obviously will. So you guys have thoughts on any of that? Um, yeah, I mean, I've played Magic the Gathering. Um and so I think it's just gonna, you know, it's interesting. I'll be I'll be interested to see if they're just doing a movie in that world, or if they're going to incorporate the game in somehow in uh, the real world. Um, I'll be interested to see because uh, I think a lot of people might know what it is, but they don't know much about it in terms of the different, you know, classes or the you know whatever whatevers. So, yeah, definitely need some more information, but could be super cool. Yeah, I I never got into to magic. That was, and I mean this in all respect, that was too nerdy for me. Um, like I just never got whatever into toy boy. <laughs> I knew you guys were gonna have me for that for that comment, but I I that was just too like the, the kids that played for me, the kids that I saw playing magic were the kids that like they were just they were just in their own world like completely don't mess with me I'm over here playing magic you don't know you're not cool enough so it just the kids I just saw playing it were just the extra total nerds in their own nerd realm um and I do mean that in like you know a positive thing I mean that's their deal that's something that they geek out about but I never got into it so um, I saw, I saw, you know, everybody like freaking out about it on Facebook today. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. I'm, all right, cool. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, yeah. And then yeah. speaking of Toy Boy, dude, my basement. Amazing. Okay, that's all. Because all right. yeah. <laughs> it's done. Seen, I've, we've, I've watched we've the seen the pictures, dude. We've it, seen the pictures. We're good. Okay. All right. Sorry. Anyways, move along. Nothing to see here. So do we want to wrap this up so you go down there and just geek out a little bit more or what? I'm thinking about actually moving my whole mic system and everything downstairs and just recording down <laughs> in the nerd room. Yeah, why you haven't done that yet is is weird to me, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I need to. But yeah, you do. <laughs> what else do we have this week? before we move on to our uh, main topic that I'm very much looking forward about. Even though he's a sparkly vampire. <laughs> I know he's done I know he's done other things since then. And not that I've seen any of them or much of them or whatnot, but I'm willing to give him I'm willing to suspend my disbelief and give him the benefit of the just because I'll just assume that they know more than me. And I hope that they do, because 
I mean, every picture that I look at him, I just, there's nothing Batman about him. I I just want to punch him in his face. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that escalated quickly. (laughs) But, like I said, I'm willing to suspend it and just see, see if he's got the chop. He definitely has the look of the kid from Batman Beyond. I could give him that, but that's not where they're going with it. So that's the part that worries me. So we'll have to, I don't know. We'll, ugh, right, we'll, we'll see. I mean, he can do dark and brooding and, you know, we've, we've seen that ad, ad nauseum. So I would love to see character development and, and depth brought to the character. And I just not sure he can pull that off. So Maybe I'm wrong, but I'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of uh, people just kind of holding their breath and, you know, maybe even not holding their breath because it's just too touchy of a subject. (laughs) To be honest, (laughs) we'll see. (laughs) But, uh, Mm -hmm. boys, other than that, um, the only other uh, real news um, is, and to me this news does not, does not come um, and bring us good good tidings and, and cheer of one X-Men movie, but uh, they have had to <laughs> reshoot the entire ending to Dark Phoenix um, because it looked too much like uh, in-games. Um, can you guys just spell Trainwreck for me, or am I the only one thinking this? <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, when I saw the when they first came out with it, I was like, yeah, that's a no for me. And then when I saw the other trailer, the longer official trailer, I was like, okay, this might be okay. And then, you know, I've kept just, yeah, I don't know that it's getting any better. And uh, somebody today, there was a scene out from, uh, from one of it, and somebody was talking about how Jennifer Lawrence has just folded in again. <laughs> like she did with X Men Apocalypse. So, okay. So, yeah, so here's my here's my idea on this movie: is that we need to like uh, rock paper scissors for which one of the three of us ha- are going to be forced to go see this movie because I don't think any one of us want to go see it, but we have to because we have to talk about it. So we should just rock paper scissors it, and whoever wins. They're the one that has to go see the movie. Is that fair? Well, you think? Well, I'll just I'll just take the bullet. I, I as an X Men fan, I have to go see it. Um, but yeah, the X you know I, I'm I'm expecting the best, but planning for the worst. So <laughs> they've let me down so many times in the past that it's hard to be excited about it. And yeah. when I hear and when I hear that we've strayed from we've strayed too far from where the comic went with the whole story. Yeah. That does not inspire confidence. That's not a vote in your favor. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's definitely more against this movie than anything else. And to be honest, I I was really hoping that even when the first trailer originally came out, was that last year? I think it was at at, at, uh, San Diego comic-con. I looked at, I'm like, you know what? It's not the best, but it, it actually looks better than some of what we've had, but just, it just keeps going into this snowball effect of just a bigger problem 
than what they can fix at this point. And so it's kind of just leave it the way it is, put it out. Fans haven't loved X-Men for a very long time. Why start now? (laughs) And then do them justice in the MCU. Yes. Like just leave it alone, let it die, and then bring them over. Done. We'll see. Well, I guess the good news is is that if this movie just bombs, I mean, it's just atrocious. Did you say if or when? I did. <laughs> All right, one. Let's just assume that that's how this goes down. It's going to then, go down that way, but <laughs> then, Sorry, uh, go ahead. <laughs> then they may be very quickly brought to the MCU, or at least it'll solidify that is what absolutely has to happen. Well, boys, uh, this week, um, we're, we're probably a week behind, but, so you know, Pat and I, we didn't want to, to leave you out, TJ, of this conversation because we knew that you were very excited about the movie. We were very excited about the movie, um, so uh, we couldn't talk about it by ourselves. But, uh, boys, let's, let's jump into our thoughts on John, one John Wick, John Wick 3. We could have talked about it yeah. without TJ, but that would have been rude. Well, I appreciate it because, uh, you know, I was laid up in the bed, like, because we, we had planned to go see it, but, um, like, the day it came out, before I got sick. But my mother-in-law had strep throat. And so she had to cancel, so we didn't have any babysitting. And so then I got sick, and that pushed it back. So we actually didn't get to see it till Friday. But... So let me yeah. just get this. Let me just get this straight, so I make sure I have the story straight in my own mind. You're blaming your strep throat on your mother-in-law. Uh, I'm not blaming, but you know there are some similarities and some <laughs> equi- some distances, and it's probably probably it's probably one of the children that's a carrier. That's probably more likely the case. Yeah, yeah. the youths. Nice. <laughs> yeah, youths. So. <laughs> But yeah, I appreciate Come you guys on. waiting because uh, I do I do love John Wick. Well, and let's just say right at the beginning so we don't have to hold anything back. We can just talk about it freely. Spoiler alert. If you have not seen John Wick 3, um, one, what in the world is wrong with you? Um, and um, two, um, stop listening because you need to go watch the movie before you know unless you don't care about spoilers but dude that movie was insane oh yeah yeah the the amount of headshots in that movie um was awesome well yeah i have actually dubbed the series headshot one two and three (laughs) (laughs) as if the two in the body weren't going to be enough you know then you have to finish them off with the John Wick headshot, you know. Two or three mm-hmm. in the chest, one in the head. Well, and what's funny is on YouTube, you can see um, videos of them and how they train. And that's mm-hmm. exactly how they train. They train two in the body, two in the head. And for me, actually, as a, as a gun guy, as a shooter, you do the same thing. Like, they, uh, they actually kind of teach you, you know, first and then two for the head. So... Um, if you've got the extra round. So dude, he, he killed it. But I, I do have to say, 
Uh, so I, I went with a buddy of mine that has never seen any of the John Wick films. Um, he just knew it was like, a you know, I was one of guys night out, you know, and that's what we did. And he, he, I think the first 10 minutes, isn't it? I think it's about the first 10 minutes. Um, maybe a little longer than that. When, uh, the, 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 the first major knife scene happens, he leans over to me and goes, what the crap is this? <laughs> I was like, welcome to John Wick. Yep. <laughs> What's awesome so, about it yeah. is. What's awesome about it is like you, you know that three follows closely on the heels of two, but as somebody walking in, you could get into the story pretty easily if this was your first one, and that's I love when movies do that. So do so for those that maybe haven't seen it, but they're still listening to spoilers. Uh, do we, do you guys want to, anybody want to give us the you know, what your take on the story is kind of catch people yeah, up. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. So, uh, so real quick, basically for those that have seen it or haven't seen it, you definitely should see it. Uh, cause you know, Kanunu has definitely reinvented himself. Uh, we were just talking about the matrix before we started and how well that holds up. Um, but he definitely is a, is an action star. And so basically, uh, from the first movie, you find out that Keanu Reeves is a retired um, assassin and that um, he gets out. And we're not sure exactly how he gets out, just that he gets out. And um, so his wife passes away, and she leaves him. Um, uh, he has a video of her, but he also – she leaves him uh, or sends a dog, a little puppy, to his house shortly after – she has passed uh, as a companion. Well, then um, somebody uh, steals John Wick's car, and so he, you know, does John Wick things. And basically, the the whole really the whole premise of the story starts when they break into his house and uh, they they kill his dog, and they've stolen his car, which brings him out of retirement, and. You find out very quickly that there's a whole, a whole underground society of assassins that have their own currency, that have their own hotels, that you can't do any business on. It's like safe havens, and this thing runs deep, but we're not really sure exactly how deep. Well, then in two, the story expands a little bit, and you find out that there is a, uh, a high table, a governing body over this underground world, and so as John Wick – ends up uh, killing somebody from the high table on uh, the the grounds of the hotel. And so the hotel owner-operator marks him excommunicado, which is excommunicated in Latin, and then basically puts a bounty on his head. And so John Wick 3 is uh, the entire underground world trying to kill him. Uh, but John Wick is the boogeyman, the Baba Yaga. And that he is the, uh, I guess, what would you guys say, the the epitome of the assassins? I mean, he is the primo assassin. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you you find out later on that I mean, guys actually stop in the middle of their fights to look at him like, dude, you're John Wick. It's almost like, hey, can right. you can you autograph the sword that I'm trying to kill you on? <laughs> yeah. Right. So so then they've set it up for 
Uh, I knew it was coming. I was like, there's no way that this is going to be the end. Because, you know, I, you know, cause I took Latin in high school. And so as soon as, um, uh, which you find out in the movie when they put the words up on the screen for people that don't know Latin, but Parabellum, which is the subtitle of this movie, means prepare for war. And so one could assume that the war was him versus the assassin. But I had a, I had a, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? I had a, a thought, a hunch that this was going to set up number four, which of course it did, to actually go to war with the high table, which I'm so excited about. I can't even stand it. <laughs> <laughs> and there is going to be a number four. They've already said they're going to make number four. So, right. Yeah, and I don't know if there'll be a five, but they're definitely going to be a four. And I guess it depends on, you know, because Keanu, um, aren't they doing something with the Matrix? Yeah, they're trying to make another one. A four. And obviously, and then there's Bill and Ted's two. And so, and three. there's also rumors that three, sorry, Bill and Ted three, and rumors that Keanu Reeves is being uh is is being targeted for the Eternals to bring him into the MCU. Um, and so John Wick, you know, or Keanu Reeves is blowing up. And so, you know, I don't know what that means for John Wick movies, but we know we're definitely getting a four. Um, yeah, and but, I'm down with him doing all those characters, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he, is, and he definitely has proven that he's got the chops to pretty much do whatever he wants to do. Yeah. And, um, which just shows you how awful the writing was in Matrix 2 and 3. <laughs> because, because, uh, you know, Kanunu's got the chops. So it's not him. It's what you handed him. Right, exactly, uh, exactly. But, but yeah, so, man, I love these movies because, like, you know, Matt said earlier on YouTube, you can watch the guy that trained like you can go and YouTube how to shoot like John Wick and it's like a two or three parter and they're like 20 minutes long and you can watch and see how this guy trains uh how he trained Keanu Reeves really and how to properly handle and execute uh a fire everybody like like how to you know how do you draw it how do you make it realistic which is why the if you think about now I watch those videos on YouTube and I know now whenever I watch an action movie I'm going to be looking to see how they handle guns and I hope that it doesn't make it unrealistic for the rest of it <laughs> nice. because you know because you now I mean you know how to you know how to draw it where to put your hands yeah as a as a gun uh, guy as a as an avid gun enthusiast I guess you can say um, it it does get to a point where you're like, dude, what are you doing? You you would never hold a gun like, well, why are you trying to shoot somebody in the head? Like, no, put your finger. And it does it does bug me from time to time. But not with John Wick movies because of how legit um, it really is. So, I mean, like I was watching a movie on Amazon this afternoon that I was telling you guys about Death Wish. And in it, Bruce Willis learns how to uh, kind of teaches himself through YouTube how to shoot a gun. It's horrible. 
and he's using a Glock, and it's just, it looks like trash. So, bravo, John Wick, for, for taking your time to learn proper gun techniques. So, Yeah, uh, and not just with handguns, but with, you know, bigger every, firearms as yeah. well. Yeah. Pat, what was your uh, take on the movie? So, I know we talked earlier when this was coming out. Uh, I, I was honestly concerned about Holly Berry being in the movie. She did fine. Um, I don't think she distracted from the story like I thought she was going to. Um, so, that was a plus in my book. And the ending, the surprise ending with... Uh, with Winston turning on John Wick, I, I was surprised by that. Like I knew, I knew like that I already knew there was going to be a four. And so I knew that we were going to go after the high table, but I was not expecting Winston to turn on John Wick like he did. So. That oh, I don't think he did. I don't think well, he did. Yeah. Yeah. I it, don't think so. But call it. Well, here's why Winston, maybe, but you got to think about the concierge, right? The concierge, talked about putting the plan in place and all this different stuff. Like if he, as close a friend and as as close as he's looked out for John Wick over the last three movies, I would be surprised if he would go along with turning on John Wick. And so I think that it's going to be the double turn where in the fourth one, uh, you're actually going to find out that Winston and, uh, the concierge were on John Wick's side. Okay. We'll have to wait and yeah, see. And, and I would kind of agree with that, TJ, because I think they set up the doctor scene. Um, the So for those of you guys who may have not seen and still listening, there's a scene where uh, John Wick gets shot. Um, he goes to, again, because of the secret underbelly uh, workings of, um, of the, the high table, um, he goes to this certain doctor, the doctor fixes him up. Um, but the killer is, uh, wink, wink, um, is the fact that John Wick's, um, I guess, connection to all of the underworld, um, is at six o'clock, I think it is, um, gets completely cut off. And so as the doctor's fixing him up, um, he's counting down. He's like, you got five seconds. You got three seconds. You got two seconds. And the doctor just has to stop what he's doing because he can't help John Wick anymore. So in that scene, John Wick has to in certain places take a look that, you know, that John Wick shot him to escape because he was trying to kill him because the assassination is now on his head um, or the bounty is now on his head. And so I think that whole scene uh, was set up for the actual ending because those are some smart dudes. They know how to shoot guns. And so I think that's what, and when he does, when he does do it, he, he grabs his right, uh, no, his left side and right where he shot the, the doctor. So I don't think he's dead. I think it's all a ruse, but dude, I don't care who you are. You could be John Wick all you want and dodge bullets and whatnot. But nobody is walking away from that fall off of that roof. Well, but you got to think about it. Well, For the one, love of all, he things. had that. He had that. He had that suit on him that's bulletproof, and so uh, he shot him in the in the in the suit, not in the body or in the head or anything. And then when she said he's not in the alley, 
I just I felt like he was just playing playing the part of oh no shucks right. knowing full well that now and but I mean but to be fair if they don't do it that way Pat you're right because when he ended up at the feet of Lawrence Fishburne's character um, also in the Matrix you know it's always fun when people keep tag teaming movies yep but when they when they ended up at his feet and he said uh, he got his hotel back and you got nothing and you know I'm pissed or you pissed and he said yeah. Uh, I mean, so they set it up to make it, to, to, to try. I, I think I think they set it up to kind of throw you off that that's what's happening. But to be fair, they, that could have been straight up legit. Yeah, and and again, we're just gonna have to wait and see what what happens in number four because there there will be a reckoning for that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so one of the yeah, it was cool. Yeah. So one of the the ideas of it that I thought was really interesting is how. Um, oh, I forget her name, blah, blah, blah. It was, uh, Asa Kate Dillon, uh, which her, the, uh, the, ad, ad, the, the adjudicator, the, thank you, the adjudicator, um, her, her whole demeanor kind of, it kind of came in and went for me. It was okay at first and then it started getting annoying, but how she could turn on and off these safe havens. So it could it just add a flip of a switch. Yep. This hotel no longer safe. And everybody in that hotel was like, well, I'm out. I'm packing my stuff. See you. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> so it's just, it really is, is so cool to see how that, that whole world happens. I mean, one of the things that I think I love so much about the John Wick world is kind of why I still to this day go back to the original Turtle movie because it feels like it could actually be something that that could happen today. Like if I lived in New York City, this underbelly could actually be around me and I would have no clue that it's happening, but everybody else does. It, it's just so... So um, impressive to to see how they did. It. I mean, everything all the way down to you know the the call girls in the in the basement with all the tattoos and and everything, like that whole idea. Just that they're not room. call girls, man. Not, not call they're girls. Op- operators. Operators. Thank you. Operators. Not call girls. Call, call girls girl means different. totally something different, man. <laughs> something different. Um, I was sitting there you. saying, wait. Did I miss some call girls? <laughs> I didn't even. What? TJ was all mad for a second. Look at him. <laughs> but I was like, that, like the the way that they interacted and and worked in this you know in this base it, it kind of almost comes off very like the Sting you know the the movie the Sting such a great movie um, but it it kind of has that feel about it it's oh it's so good. So well done. So, so here's the thing yeah. about about it. Just you know, I, I want I want so much to believe that this is a movie, and yet in the back of my mind, my fear is like this is all real, and um, you know there there is this you know truly seedy underbelly to to the world. Like you know, it's it's almost like the 
the character on 24, Kiefer Sutherland's character on 24, like, I want to believe the story, but I, but I also have that inkling in the back of my mind, like, we need people like that, you know? Yeah. The Jack Bauer power hour. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And it's, you know, the, the thing is that the, the, the thing that kind of get me, got me this one, it's not even really a big hang up for real is, um, like I felt like the world up until this point, and I know we're getting introduced to it uh, more and more each movie, but I felt like the world up to this point, at this point I felt like it was just kind of too convenient. Like he gets in a cab that happens to know who he is, and like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's that expensive that just just random cab. Now obviously it couldn't have been random. He could have known who John Wick was. I don't know. But, um, you know, one of those things is, is you're right, is that this kind of stuff that there are people – you know, are there people that are like this? I mean, obviously, I know there's assassins and, and things like that because you have, for lack of a better word, you have, you know, Navy SEALs and those that are trained to execute these things with precision and all this different stuff. And you figure other countries have those things. And so you know there are, but we never actually have really any interaction, real interaction with them. Right. And so, uh, and so it's also super intimidating that that's, uh, that's a thing that could actually be happening. So Matt, to answer your question, um, what were my thoughts on the movie? Really enjoyed it. It was fun to go watch it with my wife, who at every headshot, she cringed. So, <laughs> ooh, ooh, you know, it was fun. That, that, was, that was entertaining for me in and of itself. So, but yeah, definitely liked it. Definitely looking forward to the next one. What about you? Uh, for me, I, I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Were there, was it a perfect movie? No. Um, but I, I don't think you go see this movie to see a perfect movie. You go see this movie because it kind of, for me, it's just an updated version of, uh, you know, the action movies that, that we used to, you know, that we all kind of grew up with. And so sometimes you just want to go to the movies and watch a mindless guy flick. And that's exactly what this is. And it's nice is that um, you can go see a mindless guy flick like this and not have to worry about having to, you know, turn your eyes or, you know, anything like that for, you know, a a scene here or there. But um, it just, it was fun. It was enjoyable. Was it perfect? No. I mean, I could, as a, as a film fan, I could, I could beat it up pretty easily, but um, there's just no point in it. So it's just strictly, a guy movie, and I want more John Wick. And that's a pretty fair review. <coughs> TJ. Yeah, I mean, I would, yeah, I would agree. Um, yeah, my wife loves action movies, too, and uh, so this was, you know, this was enjoyable uh, to go watch, and um, you know, I do, uh, I do like how this one, they introduced more uh, or at least it felt like to me, they introduced more, uh, especially when he was, um, he didn't have the services available to him. Like he was scrounging for weapons and he was using knives and hatchets and like he was taking other people and he used a horse to to drop kick people in the head. But like Dude, he, that was uh, an awesome scene. <laughs> yep. As soon as he went to the barn, I was like, he's going to use his horse to kill people. And so, 
how he used a book, you know, because it because it would have been ridiculous had he been, you know, just an endless supply of guns and ammunition when he wasn't prepared. Because you know, at the end of the second movie, he was, you know, he did his thing, he finished, and you know, Winston gave him an hour. And so obviously he got his go bag, or really, which was basically just currency and to get him from the Belarus to, you know, Morocco or wherever. But so he wasn't, so I appreciate how this one and other weaponry to make it like he really was on the lamb. Like he didn't, he wasn't just uber prepared, can't be touched, hit, you know, any of those things. But, uh, but yeah. Now, super, super great. I can't wait for them to, to keep at least making a fourth one, if not more. And, uh, yeah, this made me always want to, one of the things I've always wanted to do, and I don't know if there are any or where they are, or if they're open to the public or whatever, I've always wanted to do like an urban tactical training facility. You yeah, know they're, what I'm saying? They're like, out there. You just have to, to look for them. I know for over here, there's one over in, uh, St. Charles, Missouri, um, and so um, you just have to you just have to look for them. So they're out there. I mean, they've got them where there's like full full rooms, apartments, um, the whole be- the whole deal. Actually, um, you can do it with with live guns. And then there's actually a place um, over by us, about a half hour from us, that it's laser tag, but with AR-15s. And mm-hmm. uh, and it's a full city that you get to run in, and it is so so awesome. I mean, you got to drop the clip, put a new clip in. You only get so many rounds. Uh, it it's ridiculous. It's so much fun. So yeah, I've always wanted that. Sounds like something super fun to be. You know, one of those useless skills for when the zombie apocalypse rises. Exactly. Exactly. You got to be so, ready, man. You do. That's exactly right. So, boys, I, I was as I'm thinking about this. I'm also thinking about some of the summer movies that are coming down the the pipeline this year, and I'm thinking maybe um, maybe after a couple of them come out, we need to do like an like an '80s action movie episode. Um, there are some <laughs> movies. So you got the new Rambo that's coming out. I don't know if that's this year. That might be next year. I can't remember when the date on that is. Um, and then, um, you also have, uh, the Fast and the Furious, uh, that's coming out. That's just the, uh, um, let me look this up. It's, uh, Hobbs and Shaw or whatever. That's it. Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. So that just looks like a full blown. <laughs> that's like, going to be ridiculous. It's just going to be ridiculous. It's going to be, it's going to be so dumb. It's good. And that's what I'm exactly. looking forward to. It's kind of like the like the Expendables. Like the Expendables <laughs> were horribly horrible scripts, but as a '90s action flick fan, you had oh, yeah. to enjoy every minute of that. So we need to yeah. definitely. I mean, a, we need to. We do because I don't know. Did you guys ever watch the old Schwarzeneggers like Commando? Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely need to go talk on about like that. Amazon or whatever and watch those. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep, yeah. I mean, when you fun. when your movie starts out with you know. Arnold Schwarzenegger walking through the forest with a tree. <laughs> I like a, a, a lot, a tree. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, yeah, we definitely, we definitely need to do that and go back into the old where, obviously, now you're like, okay, but it's so cheesy, it's so good. Yeah, it's gonna be but, fun. Uh, we'll have to do that definitely this summer. So soon. Um, 
Otherwise, uh, hey, everybody, check us out. Check out your Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter this week um, because uh, we will be drawing a name and posting up there. Um, our winner from we've, we've had people insert their names into a hat, and so uh, that will be getting pulled and uh, posted, and then we will contact the winner and uh, invite whoever the winner is. We have no clue, um, but uh, invite them on to do a would you rather episode with us because that was really really fun last time so um other than that, are we just doing guys, one winner i don't know well let's see how many entries we, we have okay because i don't yeah. i don't know how many we have hopefully by the end of the week i'll have time to do that all right we can do that um i'm working on it i'm working on it you you're off man you have plenty of time dude i got naps to take it's summertime yeah uh, that sounds so <laughs> strenuous <laughs> I got naps to take, and then after naps, I got pipes to smoke, and then after that, I got more naps to take. It's a very stressful oh, hard life. Hard life. Speaking of pipes to smoke, there are there are um, packages in the mail to both you gentlemen, just so you know. Oh snap! <laughs> <laughs> this is the day that the Lord has made. <laughs> wow! I should be glad in it. <laughs> Man, he went he went deep into the archives for that one. <laughs> yeah, right, he slapper. Ah. <laughs> uh, don't hurt yourself. You're getting uh, old, I, man. I, dude, that's why I had to go to the chiropractor today. That's what I'm saying, man. You got to be careful now. Oh, my gosh. I could fart and throw my back out. It's crazy. <laughs> okay. That might have been a little bit and too much information. This is the cue. Oh, come on. We've, <laughs> all, we've all been there. We've all been there. You know it. <laughs> yeah, I refuse to comment on the grounds Everybody... that it might incriminate me. But anyway, we can wrap this up, fellas, before we go down. Yeah. Matt, wrap it Everybody up, buddy. Do us, a, do us a favor and uh, check us out on the social webs. Uh, like, share um, our episodes. Uh, give us a review on iTunes. That helps um, that helps these episodes and our podcast get out to everybody else that's looking for maybe something new, something fresh, uh, into the geek world. Um, and, uh, and just helps, help spread the, spread the geekness, which is really, really nice. So, uh, make sure you guys do that for us. That's Instagram, Facebook, um, and the Twitters. And then you can also email us at on Gmail at, uh, the geekly at gmail.com. I think Don't that's it. Fan power. Oh, and fan power, dude. How do I, actually fan power? We need to bring them on because they're getting ready. So they've re-released their app, um, and they're actually getting to uh, release it uh, full blown over there on the Android. So they said sometime in June. So I need nice. to get over there and message Derek and them and get them back on. So that'd be really cool. Cool, cool. So, boys, you guys got anything else? Just stay geeky, my friends. Embrace your inner geek. Have a geekly week. Talk to you guys later. Later. You're still here. It's over. Go home. <laughs>